Mock outrage can goose your blood pressure. In fact, he took the cuff out. Tess already hated the sight of it. Most expensive bracelet I've ever owned, she muttered as he fitted it over her left bicep. And although the device was only $89, this was a literal truth. That $89 was the first of many expenses, she now realized, that would not be covered by the modest group health insurance she had set up for her company. She would need a family plan, which cost four times as much. And even then, there might be more unanticipated expenses that could drain their savings. She willed herself to calm down as the cuff swelled and deflated. But being angry was preferable to being scared and she had been extremely scared since ending up in the ER three days ago. The first warning bell, in hindsight, had been the ease with which she'd sat through five hours of surveillance without a twinge of discomfort. Normally, the ability to last hours before her bladder asserting herself would be a cause for celebration in Tess Monaghan's world. Although many manufacturers had tried, there was no perfect solution for what she called the feminine relief problem. Men had more options, especially if they weren't shy. Since becoming a private investigator six years ago, she had trained herself to be extremely stoic and often blessed her father for those early years when his insistence on making good time on family trips taught a young Tess to sink her body to the family's ancient station wagon's need for fuel. Edging into her third trimester, She discovered that pregnancy inevitably took its toll on her stalwart bladder, making surveillance problematic. Which was a problem, for surveillance was the bread-and-butter mainstay of Key's investigations. That, and dumpster diving, which she had reluctantly put on hold since she learned she was pregnant. However, pregnancy turned out to be an excellent cover for surveillance. Women looked at her belly, not her face, Men looked away from her, especially the one man she was determined to catch on her iPhone's camera, a deadbeat dad named Jordan Baum. A house painter, he maintained via his attorney that he had taken a bad fall on a job, sustaining the impossible-to-disprove soft-tissue damage. His baby mama believed that Jordan was a cheater twice over, working off the books for a contractor who preferred to pay in cash, allowing Jordan to shortchange her and the government. But Jordan Baum was cagey enough not to take jobs that placed him in public view. Over the week that Tess had been watching him, he'd hobbled in and out of a major rehab near the Canton waterfront, and while it was suspicious for an out-of-work painter to keep visiting a house under renovation— It wasn't proof of anything. Stymied, she arranged for an attractive blonde to cross his path, a blonde who would prove much unluckier to Jordan Baum than any black cat. On the appointed day, Whitney hid around the corner from the worksite, until alerted by text message that Jordan was making his faux-laborious way toward the building. Whitney sailed out, arms piled high with stacks of paper. Tess had asked only that she drop them, but Whitney literally threw herself into the roll, sprawling at Jordan's feet, screaming in horror as her papers scattered, faking an injury to her knee. Gallant Jordan ran about, sometimes limping, sometimes not, gathered the papers and helped Whitney to her feet. She insisted on buying him coffee at a nearby diner. 
all the while Tess was snapping photos of the miraculously healed Jordan. These would be enough to make him kick in what he owed his ex. The IRS could hire its own private investigator to get their piece. But once a cheater, always a cheater, Tess told Whitney over a celebratory late lunch at Matthew's Pizza. He'll pay for a while, then fall behind again. Without a regular check to garnish, it's impossible to make him stay current. Did you know he has four kids by three different women? Whitney asked. He actually took their photos out of his wallet and said, I make beautiful babies. Is that a new seduction technique, advertising one's bona fides as a baby daddy? I mean, I know I lead a relatively sheltered life, but what's wrong, Tess? Tess had finally registered the strange absence of her bladder's demands.